Today, I want to take your attention real quickly into God's scriptures. And my title for today's message is, This Had to Happen. This Had to Happen. There are things that we plan and uh, doesn't happen. But then there are some things that we don't plan happen in our life. But whatever happens in our life, as a child of God, we understand it happened in the plans and purpose of God Almighty. Listen, if you have a pulse today, if you have a pulse today, you are still in the purpose of God Almighty. Can I hear an amen from all those people who have a good pulse running through your system today? Hallelujah. God has kept us alive because He has a purpose for us, a family, a future, and everything God has put down. And I believe this is going to be that season of seeing a supernatural miracle in our life. This had to happen. Are you with me? This had to happen. Listen, never doubt in the dark what you have learned in the light. Never doubt in the dark what you have learned in the light. Oftentimes, we begin to doubt and we begin to challenge ourselves and everything around us that is happening when we are filled and engulfed with a dark situation. No matter what it is, we have, when we are the children of light, we have learned things in the light of His glory. God has revealed His gracious love unto us. We have learned the tangible presence of our mighty God in the light. We, God has led us from the dark into the light. And oftentimes when we see darkness again in our life and through the situations, we forget from where God has delivered us. We forget the fact that we are children of the light. We forget the fact that God who has set me free from the dark and clays of the enemy and made me stand on the pillar of truth. It is in the light of his glory that I need to rely on to see from where he has brought me out. Don't doubt God when you are filled in the dark. Don't doubt, never doubt in the dark what you have learned in the light. And I pray this will be a season where God will illuminate His glory within us so that we are able to see for the next season where God is taking us together. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 8 to 11 is where I want to camp for some time today. This had to happen. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 8 to 11. If you have the scriptures with you, shout an amen. amen. Or you can read through, through the screens. Can you all see that? It's so small. I myself can't see that. All right. They'll figure that out. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 8 to 11. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we suffered in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life. Verse 9, indeed, in our hearts we felt the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God. Can we repeat that together? This happened. Are you all following me? This happened. Louder, louder. You all awake. Still wake up the person next to you. Wake up the person. Give them a high five. Fist bump. Tap them on the shoulder. This happened. That we might not rely on ourselves, but on God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This happened. Whatever happened, happened. That we may not rely on God. The struggle that you are in right now, the, the, the persecution you're enduring right now, the persecution you're enduring right now, the, 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 the conflict that you are battling right now, wherever you are, let me remind our church, this happened that we do not trust on ourselves, but on God. But on God. In other words, God is changing our attention from where we are looking to where He wants to take us. This happened that we do not rely on our own abilities, but on the power and the grace of our Almighty God. Are you with me, church, this morning? Hallelujah. And, and, and as you read through the story here, you would see what is Apostle Paul reminding the church about. He's talking to them about the shipwreck. He's talking to them about the sufferings he had. He's talking to them about the mission journeys that he has been enduring and the places that God is taking him and the struggles that he is going through. But he's reminding the church, brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be un informed when things are not informed the right way we tend to do things that are opposite to the plans and purpose of God but when we gather in this space we know we are informed of one thing that no matter what circumstances come through in my life I continue to believe that it happened that I may not rely on myself but on the power of God Almighty how many of you in this room would say God thank you so much for the struggles I had thank you so much for the painful experience I had to go through because on the flip side of that when I look at it right now I see a marvelous how glorious how wonderful your ways have been this happened that the name of yours be lifted up this happened that I do not continue to linger upon my own understanding and my power and my wisdom but this happened that I start relying on God himself praise the Lord to rely on God hallelujah we rely on things that are much stronger than us we rely on things that has the potential to help us and sustain us. We rely on things that have the ability to take us from point A to point B where we could not do it by ourselves. But for too long as a church, as a congregation, as a family, we've been relying on all our own abilities. And that's where Apostle Paul is reminding the church in Corinth, brothers and sisters, I have to keep you informed here. This happened that I don't rely on God. God no more but rely I don't rely on myself anymore but I rely on God himself I rely on the power of his grace hallelujah I believe in this season God is teaching individuals and families that we forget we forget to rely our own ability and we begin a journey of relying on God Almighty in the midst of our pain in the midst of our struggle, as you read the scripture here in verse 9, it says, Indeed, in our hearts, we felt the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God. It's a reminder to our church this morning here as gathered together that in all of our circumstances begin to rely on God. Be it small or big, be it whatever may come, but begin to rely. Are you with me church? Are you with me? To rely on God because he is the source of life. Through him all things are 
possible. Whatever God has blessed us with, we continue to rely on Him. See, that's why I said, never doubt in the dark that you have learned in the light. God has taught us lessons of life when He has brought us from our sinful experiences and places where we are right now. But do not forget the fact and do not be uninformed, brothers and sisters. Whatever happened, happened so that I begin to rely on God Almighty. Sometimes struggles are a wake-up call in our life. Are you with me? Hallelujah. God been trying to wake up a lot of people, but we've been pushing on the snooze button and going back to sleep. Some of us need like 10 alarms in the morning to just wake up right. But we go past the five minutes and two minutes and three minutes and we talk about three minutes and it's like 30 minutes and we keep going past and sometimes God has to bring in some difficult situations just to waken us up. Are you with me church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you with me? Sometimes God has to bring in those difficult moments in our life to just waken up our soul. Because we are just going on a schedule that everything is functioning and we're just happy in the way things are going. And sometimes we forget who is the author of life just because we are caught up in the doings of things. We got so busy with our work and our life and our family and our education. All that is good. But listen, sometimes God will wake you up. When sickness comes, when some sort of a derailment happens in our life, praise the Lord, when a bad report comes in our life, it's not that God is punishing you, it's that He is waking you up. It's God waking us up. Is God waking us up? And you see the apostles, the leaders, the early church leaders, you know, the only task God has asked them, asked them to do is carry the gospel to the ends of the world. They're doing God's work. When they are doing God's work, they should be protected by God himself. But in the midst of them going out on this treacherous journey to minister to the lost people, they had to go through flogging. They had to go through hardships and betrayals. And they had to go through prison doors. They had to go through shipwrecks. They had to go through the storms of life. Why? So that they don't rely on themselves, but on God. It's a wake-up call in everybody's life when storms come in your life. That we don't rely on ourselves. Brothers and sisters, if you are in the church and you think everything is going to be okay and all right when you start following Jesus, you are wrong. I want to inform you, real life continues to happen as a child of God. But as a child of God, our response to what we face is always different from the response that the world offers. We would always be in a position to say, God, this happened that you alone are the pillar of hope in my life and I put my hope in you and nothing else. When everything else collapses around you, the only pillar that will stand forever is Christ Jesus. When anything and every wall that you have built all around you that you thought will be secure, you thought will be a refuge, will collapse down. Listen, the only thing that will stand strong forever is the pillar of hope in Christ Jesus. Let Him be the foundation of our life. Brothers and sisters, this happened that we may not rely on ourselves but on God. But on God. Hallelujah. That relationship did not work. This happened. 
that we not rely on ourselves, but on God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That deal did not go through. It happened that we change from our own thinking to rely on the power of his grace. It happened. It had to happen. Why? Because God is showing me that my focus has drifted away to the things and he is capturing my attention back onto the cross that it has happened. It happened that I rely on God once again. Are we, are we having some witnesses in this room who would say, God, thank you so much for what has happened, but I'm going to rely on you and your name and your power because I believe there is nothing Nothing that is impossible to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But as we look into that aspect of what has happened to us. In every given struggle of your life. God is birthing out a new song. A new story. A new testimony. Listen to this very carefully. No matter where you find yourself right now. In the midst of that pain, you will start seeing your purpose. And I prophesy that over our church today. In the midst of your current pain, you will begin to see the purpose of God in that situation. Where you are and what you've been through, this happened that God's name shall be lifted up high. This happened that I don't rely on myself, but unto God, the Redeemer of my life. Listen to this very carefully. This happened in the life of Apostle Paul so that he can bear the testimony of God's saving grace. This happened in your life so that God will give you a testimony. What's your testimony this morning? What's your testimony sound like? Brothers, I don't want to be uninformed. I want you to know that this world has struggles. But in the midst of that, the only thing that is constant forever is the grace of our almighty God. First Corinthians chapter 8 verse 10, it says, He has delivered us from a, such a deadly peril and he will deliver us Again, he has already done it and he will do it again. That's the testimony of Apostle Paul. See, when you read through the verses here, don't just read it because you are reading it. Understand what the scripture is unfolding to us in today's life and going forward in this season. Verse 9 talks to us about, indeed, in our hearts, we felt as if we died. We were sentenced to death. But this happened that we may not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises even the dead. See, that's the testimony of Apostle Paul here. That's the testimony of Apostle Paul that even if we die in Christ Jesus, I will be more than alive. What is the greatest fear of any individual? Death. Hallelujah. The greatest fear of any individual is to lose our own life. But into the words of Apostle Paul, even if we die, he is able to raise the dead. That's what we believe today in Jesus' name. Even if we die, he is able to raise up again the dead. And in Christ Jesus, I will be more than alive. See, if being Dead is the greatest fear of any individual. And that's why a lot of people hesitate to share the gospel. Why? Because they'll be killed. Their, 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 their life will be murdered. Greatest fear, right? If that's the greatest fear any individual has, that 
people will kill us and murder us and destroy us. Listen, our God is able to raise us from the dead. Do you believe that? It's not just some cute stories that we see in the New Testament, but I believe it can happen even today in our life and through our ministry. God heals. God does the wondrous things. And that's the words of Apostle Paul because in through the struggle comes out the birthing season of a new testimony. In through the painful experience comes out a new season, a new song of God's hope in our life. But when you read through verse 10, it says, He has delivered us from a great peril in the past and He will deliver us again. On Him, we have set our hope that He will continue to deliver us. As you help us by your prayers, the many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. Listen, it's a new testimony in the life of Apostle Paul. It's a new testimony in the life of his disciples. In through the season of painful experiences comes out a new song of God's blessings and deliverance. Comes out uh, uh, an expression of faith where we are relying on God more than anything else. Listen, this had to happen so that you can have a personal testimony. I want you to write it down or highlight or whatever you can, whatever you're facing today and put today's date and time and, and, and I want to prophesy into your life right now at this given time here because I believe that the Lord is speaking unto our hearts. This had to happen that you may have a personal testimony. You are living with the testimony of many others. You're living in the testimony of X, Y, Z. Maybe your parents, your sister, your siblings, your wife, your husband, your grandparents and all the things that they have done. But I believe this had to happen in your life so that you will have a personal testimony. No longer we are going to continue to live in the testimony of others. God is birthing out a new testimony in your own life. Can I hear an amen? amen. Hallelujah. A new testimony in your own soul for what God has done. See, from what God has done, no man can ever replicate that. Man cannot stop what God proposes. Man cannot stop what God anoints. Man cannot come against wherever God decides to bless an individual. And this happened in our life that we may come up with a new testimony of His grace. What's the testimony of our life? We bear the witness of God's grace and His love. That no matter where we are pushed to, but we continue to proclaim in our life through the strength that God has given us, that we no longer be ashamed of the very fact that God has delivered us, that I was rejected once, but the grace of His has found me alive. That His power has transformed in me, that I see Him face to face in the glorious realm of the anointing of God Almighty. Hallelujah. This had to happen. That's all I want to preach. This had to happen that you may have a testimony in your life. You may have a testimony in your life. Families, I want to declare over your life, whatever you're facing right now, this had to happen that I may bear the witness of God's glory. I may bear the witness of God's anointing and His favor in my life. December, December 31st, 2021, God said, I'm going to give a supernatural favor of our church or our families this last whole year. God has blessed our families. A lot of us went through a lot of emergency and medical conditions and accidents and say what not. But God continued to prosper and bless you. See that's our testimony.
It's not that the enemy did not put hardships on me. It's not that I didn't go through wilderness. It's not that he did not beat me. It's not that I didn't face any struggle. But what I learned in the light, I will never doubt in the darkness. No matter what path I have to take, I always believe for the one who has redeemed me, he is able to carry me forward. My God will never leave me alone. His gracious right hand is holding me alive and I'm gonna move forward. If I have a pulse today, I have a purpose in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That's your testimony. Young people listening to me, God is birthing out a new testimony in your life. Are you with me? Young people listen to me. God is birthing out a new song of God's grace in your life. And I pray, and even as I declare that, it's a prophetic word. We no longer want to sing songs of everybody else. I pray during this season, we'll birth out new songs. You will pen out new songs of God's grace and His favor over your life. How God has delivered and set you on fire for His work and His kingdom's purpose. Brothers and sisters, I don't want to keep you uninformed. This had to happen so that a new song will come out. This had to happen that a story, a new story will birth out. A new testimony will birth out. And the testimony is the fact that I could not do it by myself. But I stand on the mercy and the grace of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No test. No testimony. This had to happen so that you may have a personal testimony. Joel chapter 2 verse 11. Joel chapter 2 verse 11. It says, the Lord thunders at the head of this army. His forces are beyond number. Mighty is the army that obeys his command. The day of the Lord is great. Great. It is dreadful. Who can endure it in other words it's a promise over the children of God that when the Lord arises for his children his enemies are scattered when God arises for you in your fervent prayers in your fasting in your devotion unto God when you gather together in the presence of God to say and declare Lord there is none like you and there is no hope in my life other than you you are declaring Joel chapter 2 verse 11 the Lord thunders at the head of his army great are the forces and beyond numbers that can be counted mighty is the army of God that obeys his command brothers and sisters that's the entourage of heaven that comes to back you up when you feel all by yourself you are never alone you will never be alone God says I am for you no man can stand against what God has anointed and called and tonight is the day that we relive in the moment of knowing that God's purpose for me is greater than what pain I am in in this moment Judges chapter 6 verse 11 to 15. Judges chapter 6 verse 11 to 15 is the story of a young man named Gideon. Verse 11 says, The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Oprah and belonged to Joash the Abizarite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a winepress to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty 
warrior. Hallelujah. How many of you, when you read the scripture, I want you to challenge yourself. When I was going through the scripture, it just encouraged my soul like a new beginning. Something new is bursting out of my life. You know, when you're all by yourself, Gideon felt lonely. Gideon felt helpless. Gideon felt outcast. Gideon felt that nobody's around to support him. But in the midst of his scared moment, in the midst of his painful experience, an angel of the Lord descended to declare, God is with you mighty warrior the Lord is with you mighty warrior praise the Lord in your painful experiences you will hear the voice of God I am with you see that gives you the courage to go forward sometimes you feel stuck in a place that you can't move forward but I declare today God is talking to somebody sister daughter son beloved I am with you. I am with you. And if I am with you, I will lead you to the path. You don't have to worry. I'm going to lead you across. The angel of the Lord came and sat down at the oak and declared to Gideon, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. It felt like Gideon could not recognize this holy angel when the angel was speaking the words of life into Gideon. Gideon replied, pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is really with us, why has all this happened to us and maybe that is what your question is if the Lord is really with me why did I had to go through those scenes and scenarios in my life why did I had to go through that painful experience in my life see that's the exact scripture that that is reminded to our church from the Old Testament from Judges chapter 13, uh, 6 verse 13 says pardon me my Lord Gideon replied but if the Lord is really with us why as all these things happen to me and I believe there are a lot of people in this room you're complaining and you're asking the Lord Lord if the Lord was really with me why has all of this has happened in my life I feel lonely at moments I feel alone at moments I don't know if I will ever make it I don't know if my family will ever make it I don't know if I have the courage to stand once again I don't know if I have the strength and the ability to move forward once again but God said it had to happen that you may have a new testimony in your life it had to happen that you will stand and bear my witnesses until the ends of the world it had to happen Brother, if you are facing something in your life, it had to happen. Remind yourself, it had to happen. Come on, declare it with your mouth. It had to happen that I bear the witness of God Almighty, that He show up His power in my life. The angel said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Gideon is looking at himself. Me? You're talking about me? He, you got confused. Do you not see my body language? I'm hiding right now. Mighty warrior, say what again? Mighty warrior, no, 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 that's, that doesn't suit my biography. That doesn't suit my LinkedIn profile. That doesn't suit my name. That doesn't suit my accomplishments. Me? Don't you see I'm just shaking and I'm afraid. I'm, I'm afraid of the situation and what may come after this. I don't know if I will make it tomorrow. I don't know if I can provide any more meals to my family. I don't know if I have a direction ahead. 
Everything seems to come to a standstill. Everything seems to have collapsed beyond me. It's beyond my calculation. It's beyond my abilities. It's beyond what I can offer and I can do. But God says this had to happen that you won't rely on yourself but onto me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Even as I'm teaching this lesson here, I believe God is ministering unto our families. This had to happen. And this is going to be something that you leave this house with today. This had to happen that the name of God be lifted up. This had to happen that I lose to rely on myself and continue to rely on God's power in my life. This had to happen that I start refocusing on the purpose God has for me. This had to happen that I begin a journey to realize that all things are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. This had to happen that God realizes it not in my strength or in my ability. What he looks at me is what I will become in my life. What God saw in Gideon was that he was a mighty, what's the word? Warrior. How many warriors do I have here? How many prayer warriors I have in this house? How many warriors that will stand up for what's right in this house? Hallelujah. You are a warrior of God. When God looks at you, he does not look at your age. You may say, oh, I'm 86 years of age, oh Lord. I am tired and tried and I can't do much. God said, no, you are anointed. You have the anointing. You have the power. You go in the strength that I am sending you with. You still have the authority. You're anointed by God. Lord, I am so young and I can't do it. There's so many older people who can do it. Lord, I'm tired. I can't do it, oh Lord. No, he said, I am with you and I strengthen you. I will with you. I'm with you and I will, I will strengthen you. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Listen, you may find yourself this season in a very weakened position and a place, but in the midst of that, you're about to hear the voice of God declare, you are a warrior and you become what God calls you out. Not what man calls you, not how man looks at you. God saw the different side of Gideon. Though he was afraid, you think God did not see he was scared for his life? He, he, he was praying hard enough and the angel of the Lord came to rescue him. He don't know what to respond. He didn't know how to respond back to the angel. Pardon me, Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is really with us, that's your question today. If the Lord is really with us, why did all this happen? Why? It had to happen. Why? Because his name be revealed. Because a new story will come out. A new song will come out. You will bear his testimony. Listen. God has already given you the ability in your pain to move forward. Never push back. Never pull back. He's already given you the ability. Verse 14 says, the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have. Not in the strength I am giving you. Go in the strength. What's the word? You already have it. Sometimes we don't realize what's already in us. Are you with me? What's already in us and within us. Go in the strength that he has 
already given you with. Verse 13 ends with, verse 13 ends with, but the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hands of Midian. Immediately the angel replied, immediately the voice of God came. The Lord turned to him and said, enough of your complaining, enough of you mentioning your present circumstances. I know what you're dealing with, but I want you to understand, go in the strength that you already have because there is a great victory lying in front of you. Go in the strength that you already have. So this morning as the church gathers together to worship, to praise, to intercede and everybody who tunes in online from different places, I have to declare he has already anointed you. He's already given you the strength and the ability to move forward. But do not rely on own self. Rely on God, the power that is within, within you. Pardon me, my Lord. Verse 15. How can I save Israel? How can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh. I am the least of my family. Probably these are your excuses today. I am the least important person. Nobody cares about me. Nobody counts me in. Nobody values me. I don't think I have anything to bring on to the table. I don't think I have anything that, that, that can I see to resolve this issue and come out of this. But God says, only thing, one thing God said, go in the strength that I've already given you. So there's somebody in this room today, I believe that you came in with doubt, with fear, with thinking that what's going to happen tomorrow, how am I going to deal with this? God says, go in the strength that I have given you. Go in the strength that I have given you. See, when you go in the power that God has rested in your life and you rely on to you, you will have heaven's joy in your life. You will have heaven's peace in your life. You may not know the language. You may not know the all and everything in and out of these different circumstances you are in. But God says, when I am for you, nobody can be against you. And I believe that's a prophetic statement this morning into the life of every individual. God said, go in the strength that I've already given you. You look at yourself as, a, uh, as somebody who is low and, and you look at yourself as somebody who can't. But God looks at yourself and said, you are a mighty warrior. You're a mighty warrior. When he looks at our life, he says, you are a mighty warrior. I have something new to be done through your life. You think you're weak, but I have good news. My strength comes in your weakness. I will change things around for you. You think you have no ability or influence. It doesn't matter when I am for you. Go in the strength that you already have. Listen, his promise is bigger than your current concerns right now. His promise is greater than his, your current concerns right now. Whatever concerns you are, whatever concerns you right now, whatever in the position where you are seeing yourself in God says, my promise is bigger than your current concerns. And the Lord said, I will be with you. Verse 16, after, after Gideon said all of the excuses, verse 16 says, the Lord said, the Lord answers, I will be with you and you will strike down all all of the Midianites leaving none alive. Listen to these words very carefully. 
simply, I, the Lord, will be with you. Are you hearing this word today? In your life, in your business, in your school, in your education, in your spiritual life, wherever God has positioned you, God says, I will be with you going forward. You don't have to do things all by yourself. You don't have to find yourself in the corner. Nobody can corner you when you have me as your cornerstone. I am the Lord who is with you and you will enable, I will make you stand strong against the Midianites, against every enemy that came against the blessings of your blessings of God in your God says I will come against them and you will have a victory over them why because you begin to believe brothers and sisters I have to keep you informed this had to happen that we don't rely on ourselves but on to God but on to God so this season Especially during this season of Christmas, let this be a word that encourages you. This had to happen, that his name be lifted up. His name alone be lifted up. That if there is one person that I can rely on, it is Jesus himself. Can I have the worship team behind me? If there is one thing that I can rely on this season, it is Jesus himself. Listen to what God says about you. God says about his children. He says, you are his child. You are his son, his daughter. You are his friend. You are justified and forgiven and you are no longer condemned. You are more than a conqueror. You are his workmanship created for the good works all around you. You are a royal priest declaring the good news of Jesus like a shining star. You are a blood-bought, spirit-filled, heaven-bound, fully equipped warrior with a special armor designed to tear down the work of the enemy. That's what God looks at you and he declares about you. Are you with me, church? When the world looks at you, you may be alone. You are shy to face the crowd. You're afraid to come out and, and face people because you see your yourself as somebody who is weak but in your weakness God is glorified because his strength begins to become your strength and you face the obstacles of your life this had to happen turn to your neighbor and say this had to happen this had to happen don't worry y'all this had to happen this had to happen that I don't rely on myself but onto God but onto God and his gracious love are you with me, church? That's my message for my church today. Last seven days, we were just soaking in the presence of God. But this had to happen. You had to go through this painful experience. You had to. That you may not rely on yourself, but onto God. But onto God. Let this be a reminder in our life. Let this be a season that changes all about us and everything we do going forward. The next season of your life looks amazing because you're not doing it by your own strength and merits, but by the grace of God Almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. See, if you do it by your own ability, you will be a biggest failure in your life. If you try to do things your own understanding, you will never do. Probably you can do it a little bit, but you will see that all energy is drained out because you're not connected to a higher source. The more we are connected to a higher source, the more you start pouring out into the life of people, God keeps pouring into you. 
pouring into your soul. This had to happen. This had to happen. That you don't rely on yourself, but onto God. Can we all rise up in God's house? When God looks at yourself, He looks at you as a mighty warrior, a conqueror, a son, a daughter of the living almighty God. But this morning as we gather here, we can declare, God, thank you. What happened has happened, but this had to happen for you receive the glory and honor in my life. I changed my focus from myself onto you. I changed my gaze from myself onto you. Because in you, I have all things. In you, I have the encouragement that I need. So brothers and sisters, when you walk out of the space today, this is my message. This is my word. This is my encouragement to you. Go in the strength you already have. Go in the strength that you already have. God has anointed you. You are an anointed one of God. Go in the strength. Go in the strength. As you walk out of the space, go in the strength that I have already given into you. Some of you already have a testimony to share. That's your strength. See, your story is your strength. You know why? Because you have experienced God face to face in your story. It's not somebody else's story. When it is somebody else's story, you're relying on another person for, to give you that strength in the assurance of their words. But when it becomes your story, listen, when it becomes your story, it has value to it. When it becomes your story, it has a ground for you to stand upon. When it becomes your story, or when it becomes your story, you have seen God face to face. And that's the encouragement today, today to all of you guys in this room. Go in the strength. This had to happen. Listen, that I may go in the strength that I'm finding in Christ Jesus. Not on somebody else. Listen to my words very carefully. Listen to these words very carefully. This had to happen. That I go in the strength that God is filling me with. That I find the strength in Christ Himself and nothing else. I declare today, this had to happen. That I find my hope in Christ Jesus. Every eye closed. I believe God is talking to you today. In your depleted moments of life, He's talking to your soul. Challenging and encouraging. And I believe, let this be a new season. You have what you need. He's already anointed you with. Go in the strength you have today. Listen to this very carefully. Verse 16. The Lord said, I will be with you. Zion Church, God says, I will be with you. My family church declares, God declares, I will be with you. You will strike down every enemy that has thought to come against you. You will strike down every enemy, every possible threat against your spiritual life, every threat against your life in Christ Jesus. You will strike down the work of the enemy. No more will have the enemy any authority over your life. Today God declares, I am with you. You go in the strength that I have given you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We worship you. We magnify you. For you are king. 
you are Lord. Your promise is bigger than our concern. How many of you believe that today? God, your promise is bigger than my concerns. Your promise is bigger than what I face right now. God, your promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. And it is bigger than what I face right now. I declare in Jesus' name, the next week will be a week of miracles in your business, miracles in your spiritual life, miracles in your education. God does what He wants to do in your life because He's birthing out a new season, a new story, a new testimony, a new song into your life. This is going to be a new season. This is going to be a new season. See, the God has been blessing everybody. But I believe that as we surrender, submit, and move forward in what God has for us, let the new season that He has began birth out a new song of His grace and His knowledge unto the redeeming grace of Jesus Christ. As we sing a song and worship God, I'm going to ask my um, volunteers, my ushers to come forward as we sing a song and worship and honor God. I'm going to ask our volunteers, our ushers to come forward. Y'all can take your offering, your tithes and offering in your hand. Um, we can put up the link on our, on our screens as well. If you feel to contribute towards, our, uh, towards the uh, church and the mission and the work through the QR code, please present that up here on the online media. But we're going to pray and I believe, don't, don't pass it around right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. This is what we're going to do going forward every single Sunday. This is what we're going to do every going Sunday, every given Sunday. Come here, Matthew. Stand up here. As we gather in the presence of God, every time when we talk about giving unto God, I want you to prepare yourself for it. I want you to listen to this verse very carefully. I want you to prepare yourself unto it. And volunteers who are coming to collect offerings, you're an anointed people of God as well. And this is a time where we are giving unto God what He's blessed. Are you with me, church? How many of you realize what's happening here? We're giving unto God our tithes and offering. See, with our money, God does not buy another house. But He's just checking our obedience. Let's be obedient. In the creation, God created everything. But He kept one tree apart for Himself. In the creation, God created everything, but He kept Himself just one tree and He told Adam and Eve, you can have all and everything you want, but leave that one for me. What did they do? They went after the one that God asked to keep it for Himself. They disobeyed God. They were put outside of the plantation God had for them. Listen, this season, as we go forward, I declare we need to surrender in our giving as well unto God because this is our obedience unto God. So I want you all to just be prepared. That's why I ask the volunteers to go from the forefront that you are not caught, caught up when they come to you. That we prepare ourselves. Take up those offerings in your hand. We prepare ourselves. It could be on the Google Pay. It could be on the Venmo or Zelle, whatever platform. But during this season and a time, I believe, as we surrender ourselves unto giving to God and His presence, we take our offerings unto God to say, God, it was not because of my merits, but it is your grace that has given me the ability. Now I worship you with my tithes 
and my offering. Let's give to the Lord and let's worship and to honor Him. Let's praise Him for He is the King of our life. He is the soon coming Lord. And I believe something supernatural is going to happen in through our faith declaration, in our act of giving, in our act of obedience. God says, I'm about to do it for my children.